travelling through a conflict zone is the last place. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. That most people would want to find themselves, but sometimes you have to travel for business or for journalism or whatever it might be through an area of conflict. And indeed, you might find yourself in the middle of a riot even in Dublin city centre. There are precautions you can take, there are preparations you can make. And here to talk us through the do's and don'ts of conflict zones, we're joined in studio by Danny Klusky, former Army Ranger and co owner and CEO at Irish Training Solutions. Danny, good morning. Thanks very much, Pat. You're an ex-army ranger? I am, yes. Uh, thankfully, I spent 22 years in there. Spent most of my youth in there. Yeah. Uh, did you actually work in conflict zones? Yes, of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what sort of places did you go to? Oh, we've been everywhere from the Middle East to North Africa to Middle Africa to off the coast of Australia to uh, many different parts of the world. All right. Now, uh, as a, a soldier, first of all, there is training. There always has been training that, to prepare soldiers for uh, what might happen. And... By virtue of the profession, I mean, they're likely to be under fire or having to fire themselves. They're likely to be trying to keep order somewhere. The peacekeeping missions, as we know, are all about trying to keep two sides apart. Um, But there are others who just accidentally might find themselves uh, in conflict zones. A journalist reporting on maybe uh, the the politics of an area may suddenly find him or herself reporting on the troubles, the the riots, uh, the uprisings, or whatever in the same area. Yeah, sure. Uh, now they, they're the sort of people that go through, go actually seek out the trouble uh, because it's part of their job. But there are many others, as you rightly said, uh, kind of unfortunately end, end up there. Whether it be the Lewis uh, drivers and bus drivers who ended up in the middle of the riots there a couple of months ago, or to somebody just going on a a fact finding mission for his company. And ended up in the middle of a riot or an earthquake or, or anything else, you know. So. so what are the elements of preparation for the unexpected? Well, first of all, if, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail, right? So the fa- plan, first thing you need to do is to assess the risk of where you're going and put a plan in place for that. You want to look at absolutely every possible thing that can go wrong and plan for it. Now, you'll never be able to plan for absolutely everything, but it's always good to have a start. You would also need to work on your conflict resolution skills. Right? You don't want to get into a row, don't want to get into a fight. Your job is to avoid all that. If you're a cameraman and a, a reporter, for instance, and your job is to focus on the story, I'm sure the cameraman spends all his life focusing on getting the camera stuff ready, the reporter is getting ready to report whatever it's done, and they take their eye off uh, the danger. Right? So uh, they need to learn to look for that danger and put themselves in a position where they're going to be the least amount of danger, or if possible, have somebody else whose job is to look out for the danger while you're focusing on your job. Yeah. What are the, the common things that happen? I mean, I could imagine uh, losing your passport or having your passport stolen is one of the major difficulties because you're in there and you have to get out and without a passport, you're stuck. You may not even be able to, if your phone is stolen, you may not even be able to talk to anyone. No, absolutely. And you have to, again, you have to plan for that, right? There's this called... If you've got the fight, flight or freeze, as we all know, right? We all know, we all know what fight and flight is. But the one thing we cannot do is freeze. So you must do something. But is that the most common reaction? Oh, absolutely. It is. It is, it is a natural reaction. But it's the, if you're crossing the road and there's a truck coming, you run left or right, but you stand in the middle, you're going to run over. So it's the same for that. Fight, flight or freeze. Don't freeze. But have a plan. Uh, ha- have a secondary plan. Have a backup passport. Have it in your phone. Have it in your, your computer. Have it all that kind of stuff. Uh, have your contacts ready for whom I'm going to contact in the department, etc., and inform them before you go. 
Now, you may lose your own phone, but you may have access uh, to a laptop in a hotel or something like that. Uh, so make sure that everything's accessible online that you need. Yes, uh, to a certain extent, without giving away all your trade secrets and all that, of course. But yeah. uh, you still need to remember, I, I still remember two phone, uh, two landline phone numbers myself that I know I can ring at any time and anywhere. You know, So at least have that in the back of your mind or in the email address, whatever. Um, things like satellite phones, are they almost compulsory for people who are travelling into conflict areas? Yeah, but they break down too, unfortunately. It's the thing with technology. Uh, it, there's no, no, no such thing as a guarantee. But absolutely, you cover yourself and if you can get a satellite phone and get it set up. And before you go, put plenty of credit on it. Imagine that someone would find themselves needing to, to lose the phone and they run out of credit. And the, 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 the question then of if you are apprehended by hostile parties, how to behave? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first thing I know, I know medics talk about this, the first thing is not to make the thing worse by your actions or your reactions, right? Uh, and, and to also looking at a way of, of calming things down, making your life as comfortable as it possibly can, even though you're in a, in, in a terrible situation. But I do prefer, prevention is way, way better, right? So if you can prevent yourself from being taken in the first place by proper planning and preparation, uh, and, and assessing the situation and doing proper risk analysis, it goes a lot further. Many journalists uh, and indeed business people going into an area where there is a lot of trouble likely uh, will have a local fixer. How do you know you can trust your fixer? Uh, you don't, right? But you do, of course, have to do, do your best to pick the right one for you. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, there's, there's no such thing as a perfect plan. But if you don't plan, you're going to fail. Okay. Um, the, the, the question of the kinds of people that you would train, I mean, not everyone's going to end up in a conflict zone. So do some businesses just routinely train their personnel? Yeah, okay. We just finished a, a hostile environment training course this week in, in our training solutions. Uh, we had a couple of cameramen. We had a number of people who are actually working in the, the refugee centres, etc. around the place. So it's not all necessarily the cameramen, soldiers, NGOs. Uh, it's, it's people who are working in areas here in Ireland, right, where there's stress, if you can imagine being working in one of the refugee centres where you're dealing with people uh, rioting and giving out and you're dealing with the clients, as in the refugees, who are stressed out and scared. So they have to learn to know how to deal with all that. If you're a, a businessman or a business lady and you're travelling abroad overseas to do some work, right, you need to understand the cultural difficulties, right? Like you're moving to a different part of the world, you understand their culture. Uh, so, uh, you Are there should... particular problems for women not knowing necessarily what is the appropriate dress? Because, you know, often they'll say the Middle East is, uh, you know, uh, uniform throughout. And yet you can watch, for example, the golf coverage from Dubai and there are women going around watching the uh, sport wearing shorts. Yeah, that, that's why all hostile environment training has to be specific to where you're going. Uh, and it's not necessarily uh, just females that end themselves in trouble. Men too, if they, don't, if they don't understand the local culture. And you're absolutely correct. From one country to the next, it's different. Yeah. And um, what about alcohol? What about, uh, okay, again, the exact same thing. Uh, if you're, many, many of the of, of, of countries don't allow alcohol, so you just don't do it. Yeah, you can end up in the slammer if you do it. Now, if you're in a, an area of severe conflict and uh, you could be either in country or you could be on the border of a country, um, it brings, uh, 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 as well as the physical dangers you're in, probably a certain amount of mental stress. Well, can you prepare for that? Oh, you can, you can, absolutely. Uh, again, uh, a strong mind is, is very important. And if you, 
plan for absolutely everything, right? And, and here, there's no way, nothing is 100%, uh, nothing ever is, right? But you plan for it. Uh, like back in the day, back in, the, back in my old job, back in the range wing, we planned, we did uh, interrogation exercises, we did kidnapping exercises, we did uh, all that kind of stuff to get your head in the right space and be able to deal with it. Uh, nothing is ever that bad. You've got to try your best to look at the positive no matter what situation you find yourself in. Yeah. Um, you also might have to use local translators. Again, that question of trust. Yeah, it is. I mean, number one, you don't understand what they're saying, so you don't know whether they're actually giving the information that you are asking them to impart to the third party. You don't know whether that's been given accurately or whether they're operating in some self-serving way. Uh, no, you don't. But it definitely is worth learning a few of the words so you can find the trigger words that, that people are saying in particular languages. You don't have to learn the whole language, but if you can, if you can learn some trigger words and then you get the idea that somebody is not telling the story that you want told, yeah. right? So... Um, you talk about uh, news crews and often there will be a number of them. There might be a, a cameraman and a reporter and sometimes a CNN, there might be a producer as well. So you get groups of people. But when you've got a business person going, be it man and woman, often they are alone. And I often think, you know, back to, I went to Moscow, I remember uh, when things were, the wall had come down and things were beginning to change. But I got into a taxi and I, I kind of trusted the guy to bring me, and he did, where I wanted to go. But I look back at it and say, you know, what kind of a fool was I? I could have been robbed, mugged. Yeah, but you, but again, you used your own uh, your your own your own mind and your own ability to judge people, to judge characters, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's a thing called situational awareness where you need to see the, the, what's changing, right? Somebody's personality changes, or somebody, uh, for instance, that toxic person picked you up and bringing you, and then suddenly started to make ten phone calls to to people. Right, you're going right. Okay, maybe he's rigging somebody to, you know, organize a kidnapping or something else for me, or he's trying to change the subject when you're trying to get the direction right and all that kind of stuff. So you have to use your own situational awareness and be aware of what's changing around you. The kind of courses you do, how long do they take? Uh, on average, a, a, a hostile environment course could take three to five days, where we cover everything from planning and preparation towards to their mission, uh, medical training right up to uh, vehicle breakdowns to changing punctures to uh, dealing with uh, be, uh, running into a riot, dealing with people who are about to kidnap you, how to talk your way out of it, how to solve conflict because being a, being, it's very much helps being Irish in that sense, a, a conflict resolution expert as we all are, right, that you have to try and calm things down. And, but we spend a lot of time on teaching people to plan and prepare. Yeah, that's... The bottom line, as you said at the beginning, fail to plan, you're actually preparing to fail. Absolutely, yeah. You've got, you got, you got to try and cover ev- absolutely every angle. All right, Danny Klusky, former Army Ranger and co-owner and CEO at Irish Training Solutions. Uh, Danny, thank you very much for Thanks very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.